Welcome to Share and Joy Today. I am so excited and thankful you are joining me. Share and Joy Today is a podcast that will provide encouraging and inspirational devotions along with various special guests. So get your coffee or tea, sit back, relax, and let's enjoy our day. To find out more about Share and Joy, please visit our website at shareandjoy.org. S-H-A-R-I-N-J-O-Y.org. Thank you so much for listening, and may you share joy and have joy today. Oklahoma City, and we're going to go talk with her for a few minutes, and she's going to tell us her story. I hope you enjoy it. I'm so thankful that you're going to share your story about addiction. I know it is a very sensitive subject. I used to think that I couldn't talk about it, but I think that's part of the reason why I made it through it. I'm sure there's others that may be dealing with this or have dealt with it in the past. Mm -hmm. You want to tell us a little bit about your story and your journey? Yeah. I was diagnosed with RA back in, I think it was 2014, a severe case of RA. I had a difficult time moving before they even found out what it was. I was struggling with that, trying to deal with that situation, hurting, unable to move. And the only way I got relief was taking the pain medicine that the doctors gave me. At the time, I wasn't doing any treatments at all. So, you know, what was every four to six hours was definitely every four hours on the dot because by the time the four hours hit, I was just back in that position of hurting. And then we finally started to figure out what treatments worked best. In between time, I had gone through two knee surgeries. I had to have both my knees replaced because of it. In August, I lost my grandmother. So then I lost my job. My husband and I, I was married at the time, decided that the best thing to do would be to file for disability. That became a struggle, fighting for disability to get that. And during that struggle, we met a woman that was a single mother, needed a lot of help, that kind of thing. And we became really good friends with her. My husband started to have an emotional affair. In February of 2017, he told me he didn't love me anymore, didn't want to be a part of it. So I just had everything stacking up. And then in May of 2017, I moved into my own place. I had a couple of incidents where I, I'm at home, I'm by myself, I've been through all this. I'm, all I'm doing is stressing about everything that's happening and how I'm gonna take care of myself. I've never been by myself, blah, blah, blah. And I just started really abusing the, the pills. I didn't think I was. I still was in complete denial, which is part of it. People get into denial thinking that they're not addicted to them. December of 2017, I had taken all my regular pain pills and my family came over and my brother and sister-in-law said, we're taking you to mom and dad's because you don't need to buy, be by yourself. Well, because I'd taken all those pain pills, they thought that I was going through withdrawals until my doctor's appointment on Monday. What they didn't know is that I had another stash of pain pills and I was taking those. On Sunday, 
They had to take me to the hospital. Did you realize you were hiding? I didn't this? realize anything at first. Uh -huh. I mean, I really just thought I'm okay. I'm doing just fine. I mean, I'm living a regular life. I'm just taking these because I hurt. You think you're okay? And I was probably not reading the word like I should, but I was going to church and going to Bible studies and everything. Mm -hmm. I just was so wrapped up in everything that was going on with me that I wasn't taking it all in. You know, I could read the word and then be like, oh, well, that would be good for so-and-so to know. <laughs> and again, it's I those other people that have the problems. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how it always is with addiction. You're selfish. So it became more of a, a spiritual journey from that point on. Everybody has some type of addiction. It just depends on what it is. Mm -hmm. Some people are addicted to church. Some people are addicted to music. Some people are addicted to crafting. You can get addicted to almost anything. It's just, how are you taking that addiction and going forward with it? Is it helping you or is it hurting you? Of course, mine was hurting me. I do remember being in detox and laying in bed going, how did I get here? And what am I gonna do? And I remember thinking, now I'm going to have to go out into the real world again. How am I supposed to do this? I felt God say, I have you. I have a plan for you. And it's so cliche, but you know, in, in AA and stuff, they always say one day at a time. That is, you can say it's cliche, but it's so truthful. Is there a scripture that comes to your mind or um, one you would go to a lot? The one I go to a lot because I tend to control myself, try mm -hmm. to control everything, mm -hmm. is always um, Jeremiah 29 11, which is, you know, for I know the plans I have for you. I'm gonna give you plans to hope and to have a future. I have to go back on that all the time because okay. I'm not in control. He's got a plan for me. What would you recommend to someone who might be experiencing something similar to your situation? So I would suggest for them to step back, take a look outside of yourself. Why are you doing these things? Is it because you think you're hurting? Are you drinking because you're lonely? You know, what's, what's the reason? If you know you're addicted, get help. And then once you get detox, the best thing to do is get in a group. I actually go to an AA group and it's like another whole little family. Mm -hmm. They know what I went through. They know, cause they were there. They can't point a finger at you and say, you know, I can't believe you did that because they did. <laughs> sometimes worse than you did, but it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Kind of like Christians, sometimes people will say, well, I can't come to church until I get ready or until I'm fixed. No, come now. Get fixed now. Le learn to love yourself, love God now. Mm -hmm. In the moment that you have, there's no reason to waste time on it. All of these challenges, all of these situations, 
how did you find joy? Tried to look at what gave me joy. Anything that I did, I would be like, okay, is this a positive thing? I'm not going to get any joy out of something if I'm not taking care of myself also. Right. Read the word every day. I can read something a thousand times and then one day I'll see it again and I'm like, I've read this a thousand times. Why didn't I understand that? <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't want to focus on themselves, especially if you're in addiction because you feel shameful. But that was the biggest thing is finding out who I am and what I loved. I can't be anything without being a child of God. That's like the main purpose of everything, really. If there's anybody out there that has an addiction and doesn't know what to do, call me. I will help. I might not know what to do in the very beginning, but I will find a way because I know how controlling and desperate that feels. And I don't like people feeling that way. You can get help. I appreciate you so much. Thanks. You are sincere, you're kind, loving. I'm so thankful for our friendship. Me and too. And I love you. Thank you for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. I love you too. Thank you.